Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Slice by Hurry, the show where the team at Hurry give you marketing insights, hints, and tips that will help you to improve your results right now. I'm Stevie Langford, and in today's podcast, we're going to learn about behavioral segmentation using three case studies. We also have associated guides, videos, blogs, and infographics that can all be found at www.hurry.co. So here we go. Long gone are the days where brands and marketers would have to guess the needs of consumers. Big data has changed that. Now we're able to gather consumer data in huge volumes and analyse it to build bespoke, valuable, engaging content that sees brands connect with consumers on a more personal level. But before we go any further, let's rewind and clarify. What is market segmentation? Market segmentation is essentially the process of dividing and creating subsets or groups of users based on commonalities and identifying characteristics. There are four main types of market segmentation, and those are demographic segmentation, geographic segmentation, psychographic segmentation, and behavioral segmentation. In this podcast, we're going to look at behavioral segmentation with a couple of examples from the big dogs in branding. But first, what is behavioural segmentation? As the name states, behavioural segmentation entails dividing and grouping consumers based on their behaviour. Behaviour counts for both online and offline actions, but in this podcast, we will focus mainly on digital behaviour. So let's take a look. Behavioural segmentation in the digital world means segmenting users based on their online actions. By this, we mean behaviour on a website or app. It normally includes things like the amount of time they spend on your website, the bounce rate, whether they're new or returning users, how frequently they interact with your brand, which items are looked at or added to their basket or playlist, the list goes on. Behavioural segmentation does what it says on the tin, and it's an essential tool for marketers in all fields. Research shows that organisations that use consumer behaviour data to generate behavioural insights outperform peers by 85% in sales growth and more than 25% in gross margin. Those are some statistics that you just can't ignore. Taking it back a little, here's a very brief history of segmentation. Segmentation in marketing has been around for decades. Market segmentation became a part of marketing practice around the 1950s in the form of demographics and has continued to grow in use, popularity and relevance ever since. The 60s and 70s mostly focused on census data, the 80s favoured segmentation based on financial data, and the 1990s embraced psychographic data to the fullest. But it wasn't until the 2000s that marketers' focus really became dominated by behavioural segmentation. So how do we get so much data, and how do we analyse it? The boom in data is a direct result of the internet boom of 1995 to 2000s. This boom saw a massive increase in internet-based companies and startups, including the birth of social media. However, data-driven segmentation has only been possible on such a large scale since the inclusion of artificial intelligence in marketing. Thanks to AI, marketers are able to deliver more relevant, personalised content that aims to be different for each targeted segment of consumers. Marketers today are really spoilt for choice when it comes to deciding upon which segmentation type or types to use in their strategy. And that's all thanks to the huge pool of data that's currently available, which, compared to years ago, is unparalleled. So, now we know what behavioural segmentation is, how it came about, and why we use it in the business world, 
Let's take a look at these three case studies, Coca-Cola, Airbnb, and Netflix. First up, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is the largest soft drinks company globally, and it's one of the most valuable and recognizable brands in the world. Coke owns a colossal number of other soft drink brands. They organize community events, foundations, partnerships, and promotions. So how does Coke do it? Coca-Cola center their segmentation strategy on consumer behavior, both online and offline. The carbonated conglomerate focus on a number of different aspects when segmenting their consumers. These are website analytics and social media data analysis, loyalty status, occasions, so the most popular occasion for consumers to drink Coke, this could refer to seasons, events, or simply mealtimes, and then benefits sought. This means what customers are looking for when they purchase the product. This could be a refreshing taste, or a product's uniqueness, or the status or coolness of a brand and its promotional benefits. Basically, Coke can be seen as an unrivaled market leader. They have truly loyal customers that are likely to never switch to another brand due to their unparalleled love of Coca-Cola. This loyalty is undoubtedly a result of Coke's impressive marketing strategies. Their utilization of consumer data allows Coke to behaviorally segment their users. From here, they tailor their products, content, and messages so accurately that they now have the luxury of being one of the world's most recognized brands. Next, we're looking at Airbnb. Airbnb is the world's largest accommodation sharing website. The concept of paying to stay in a complete stranger's house could be considered odd by some. Nevertheless, Airbnb can proudly say that they've made it. They're super successful. Some of their success can definitely be attributed to innovation, diverse pricing, and experiences offered. But business success rarely comes without an intelligent marketing strategy. And that's where Airbnb's clever segmentation and targeting comes in. Airbnb uses machine learning to generate insights from user reviews, which are then displayed at the top of their webpage. These insights will likely be one of the first things prospective users see or click on when visiting the site, which will encourage users to book, as well as encouraging dwell time on Airbnb's page. Airbnb also uses consumers' behavioural data and preferences to essentially pair hosts and guests. They do this by noting the preferences and online behaviour of potential guests, and then the preferences of the hosts, which are then paired to produce coefficient listings. That makes sense, right? But how do they actually do it? Airbnb achieves this perfect match with its specialised search algorithm. The algorithm takes and analyses data from both the Airbnb hosts and Airbnb guests and offers matches based on their similarities. Along with matching via their algorithm, Airbnb also use split testing to discover how website changes may affect consumer behaviour. Airbnb goes even further by using cookies and other tracking tech to hold information from previous searches and booking decisions. Then, with this new information, they are able to adjust and personalize the content that users see when browsing the website. Now that's not bad for a company that's only around 10 years old. And last but not least, we have Netflix. Netflix is the world's leading entertainment streaming service, and it's arguably one of the most proficient brands when it comes to behavioral segmentation. Netflix has it all sorted. The personalization efforts begin as soon as a user creates an account with Netflix and streams even just one TV show or film. Once they do this, Netflix's behavioral segmentation efforts are clear and usually welcomed. So how do they do it? Netflix uses an algorithm that allows them to consistently and accurately A-B test and experiment with viewer preferences. Netflix's algorithm dictates everything. The homepage layout, the recommended content, 
and even the visuals or landing cards for each piece of cinema. No, I'm not making this up. Netflix actually personalises the image that you see based on actors, actresses or genres that it thinks you like, and it works. The effort that Netflix put in to behaviourally segment their subscribers shows how dedicated they are to personalising experiences. Did you know that more than 75% of Netflix user activity is driven by its recommendation system? And it's this recommendation system that saves them a massive $1 billion per year. It's clear to see how segmentation has helped Netflix succeed so quickly and why behavioural segmentation is a central part of their marketing strategy. It's Netflix's combination of big data, algorithmic personalization, and huge content investment that's likely to keep us glued to the screen for the foreseeable future. So we've covered a couple of brands that use behavioral segmentation and use it brilliantly. Brands like Amazon also use behavioral segmentation to recommend your products. Spotify analyzes user behavior to bring you a recommended daily mix, and that's just to name a few. Essentially, Behavioural segmentation, amongst other things, is a great way to stay relevant to your consumers. And market segmentation is an essential tool in today's data-driven business landscape. In order for brands and businesses to truly understand their users' different and specific requirements, they must rely on valuable data analysis and segmentation, especially if they want to keep up with the competition. And, with constant technological advancements, it's now possible to gain real actionable insights from your data that will help you to better understand your customers and, in turn, provide them with engaging content and unparalleled experiences. If you like this podcast, then you can subscribe for free via any podcast app or on Spotify. Feel free to share it with a friend if you feel like they might enjoy it. And, don't forget... You can find other resources like guides, videos, blogs, and infographics over on our website at www.hurry.co. Thanks for listening.